This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, February the 11th, 2021. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Nun, Kaf, and Shin. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirits of understanding and the spirit of might. The declaration today reads this, fullness of a son, an active participant in divine exploration. The tangible evidence of spiritual activations and the engagements in our lives, the allspark of Yahweh in which we house is allspark. We are his temple. We are his people. It is in him that we live and in, in us that he lives. John 17, one of the most beautiful scriptures. And as Apostle Aaron says here at, at Gates of Zion, that it's the true Lord's Prayer. It's the, the, the heart of, the, of, the, of Yeshua while he was here on the earth. And that is, Father, that they may be one as you and I are one. Us in them and them in us. They be one in each other, just as we are one in each other. And then all of us together as one. You see, I've talked a lot about the uh, the one new man and the place of Echad. You know, you some of you may have heard this term before and, and some of you may not have, but there is a daily statement that all Jews will say every morning, all Hebrew people will say every morning, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Listen, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And so it's in that place that that we stand in the fullness with him. We stand in him and he stands in us. We walk together as one. We are an active participant in that, in the divine uh, play, the divine action, the divine, the, the fact that Yahweh himself is, is giving us the opportunity to bring into the earth the very things that are in heaven. Think of the other Lord's prayer. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's a, it's a bringing of that place. Now, I heard Joseph Surgeon say this not too terribly long ago, and I want to give him the honor of this, this particular word, but he made a statement. He said, well, you know, many times we talk about the bringing down of, of, uh, of uh, heaven to earth and that, that, that part of our, our place is to do that. And I think there's a, there's a, a view of that. There's a perspective of that. That's right. But I loved what he said that added to that because he said, no, really, you know, think about it. There is a receptacle here. There's a place here that Yahweh has made us to be. He has given us right. He's given us an authority. He's given us a place of authority over this earth. He gave it to Adam in the very beginning, and he's given us that same right. That was not rescinded through the fall. We still have the ability to be able to speak and create here in this earth. And so with that, you see that, that what heaven is looking for is a place where heaven can land into. A place where where the, 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 the things of heaven can be manifested through us because we are an open receptacle. We're a, if you will, an uh a place of, of, of engagement and activation in the fullness of Yahweh here in the earth. You know, I really kind of didn't mean to get into all that this morning, but it's just something that started stirring there when I first started uh, doing the declaration this morning. Because when, it, when Michelle wrote this, one of the first things that I began to think about was when Yahweh first took me into the secret place. I've alluded to the story some over the last uh, the last year 
well, actually the last couple of years now, that we've been doing these daily Hebrew declarations. For those of you that don't know, we just began the video declarations uh, back in January. However, the uh, podcast declarations, and those can be found on Spotify, they can be found on Anchor and on uh, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. The, uh, those, those have been going on for about a year and a half now, or just a little over a year. And I've talked about it from time to time, but I really felt a drawing of Yahweh to speak a little bit more about that, that, that place when Yahweh took me into the secret place. Because to me, it really affected a lot of what, uh, of, of where I'm at right now. Because especially when, when, you, when Yahweh took me in and said this, the, the first thing, the, let me just start with this. When, when Yahweh first took me in, I walked into this place of darkness and I couldn't see anything. I knew he was with me, but yet there was a part of me that was just a little bit afraid. And as I, as I was standing in this place where I couldn't see anything, I couldn't tell if I was flying, standing, sitting. I couldn't tell anything. All I knew is that I felt his presence, but I also felt a little bit of fear. And as I did, I noticed there was a gentle breeze that was blowing in my face. And suddenly this little monster, back when I was a little kid, that, that used to be underneath my bed, quote unquote, that used to be underneath my bed, suddenly came and showed himself to me. And and, and suddenly this, this uptick of fear kind of came back again. But I looked at the little guy and said, whatever. I knew that, that, that Yahweh was there with me and fear had presented itself, I guess in the best way that it could, which was a little tiny monster in my underneath my bed when I was when I was five years old. Well, I'm a little more mature than that. I was like, get out of here. It was almost a joke that fear had presented itself in that way. And fear left from that moment and has never come back since inside of that secret place. <clears throat> and so as, uh, as I, I began to press in, I remembered something that I heard Ian Clayton say when he was talking about pressing through the veil. My experience was a little bit different from what he had uh, described, but I, I felt this 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 place of of not trying to force anything, but just making the intention of leaning in. And the moment that I made the intention of leaning in, the wind began to blow even harder. And I noticed down inside of my chest there was a little tiny ember that began to to spark and began to grow. To be honest with you, it offended me a little bit at first because I thought my heart was already on fire. And it didn't make sense that, that this was that this was a new fire, but it was a new fire. It wasn't in the sense where, where I had been saved. I had been saved up to this point. But Yahweh was showing me something new. And I learned not long after that just to keep my mouth shut when, uh, when something like that happened because Yahweh was showing me something new. So this fire began to grow and it began to consume the entire inside of my body from the tip of my head to the bottom of my feet. And I noticed that that with that with that new fire that was now casting a little bit of light around in the darkness, I could see a little bit that was around me, not much. It seemed like a black floor, but I noticed a little sparkle over to the right-hand side. And when I did, I walked over to the sparkle and I, and I, I kneeled down and I picked it up. And it was one of the most beautiful sapphire stones I have ever seen in my life. It was a deep, rich, beautiful blue, almost a, so dark a blue it looked black, but it was still blue enough that it was obviously blue and not black. But it had just a clearness 
and a beauty to it that I'd never seen before. And I realized that Yahweh was showing me a treasure inside of this darkness. So I, the first thing I did was I remembered the, 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 the offering of first fruit. So I said, Yahweh, this belongs to you. And I gave it to him. But he looked back at me and he said, no, this belongs to you. Matter of fact, I want you to look again. And I looked again and I began to see these sparkles everywhere across the entire floor. The, the light of Yahweh that was inside of me, his fire that was inside of me, was allowing me now to see these sparkles everywhere. And he told me, I says, I want you to come back every day, every moment that you can think of this. And I want you to come back and I want you to gather these sapphire stones. And I want you to build something with these sapphire stones. He gave me a pattern to lay out onto the floor and literally over the next three weeks, that's exactly what I did. I came back in and I, I picked up these sapphire stones and I would lay them in the pattern that he had showed me to, to lay them in. One of the days while I was in there, I began to meditate on this, this whole process of what Yahweh was doing. And it suddenly hit me that there had been so many times in my life where I had gone into places of darkness and and most of the time I cried and screamed and kicked and all kinds of stuff so because I thought something was wrong da 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 there were so many things that were going on and I was focusing so much on the problem that that eventually I could work myself through the situation sometimes it would take months sometimes it would even take years but I would work myself through the situation and I, f I would find a treasure on the other side of that. But it suddenly hit me. And I realized that, that in this place where Yahweh was taking me, that instead of looking for the troubles, instead of looking for the problem, instead of trying to find out and how to overcome the problem, I didn't need to look for the problem. I needed to look for the treasure. And so suddenly problems became treasure hunts. Uh, problems and, and situations became a place. Okay, Yahweh, what is the treasure you're hiding behind all of this? And there was an excitement when that began to happen. So let's go today and let's find the treasure in today.